Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Oh, I think you could, have, you, you could clap your hands. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Bow down your heads and let us pray. We are grateful to you, Father, today. And we thank you for how far you have brought us. You've just ushered us into the second half of the year 2022. And we want to say, Ebenezer, this is how far you have brought us. And this is your doing, O God. We have not arrived at this point by our own strength and might. But it is by your grace and by your mercy. And this morning, we know that you have a word in season. A word at the right time for us. Holy Spirit, without your participation, we will not be able to assimilate everything that you are bringing our way today. And so we invite you once again this morning to brood over us and to touch everyone under the sound of my voice. Those who are watching presently, those who are physically present here, those who may have an opportunity to watch later on, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will touch each and every one and may your word come to accomplish that which you have purposed for your people. Let lives be changed. Let burdens be lifted. Let encouragement come. Let hope be stirred up. Let there be restoration. Let there be comfort to our hearts. May we not be the same again. In Jesus' mighty name. And all shall shout aloud, Amen. Amen. Give Jesus another hand clap. And you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. We thank the Lord. Now, last week Sunday, I started sharing with you about the prayer of Jabez. And so I shared with you the first part. And this morning I'm going to share with you the second part. And we are going to bring it to a conclusion. And so turn your Bibles with me to First Chronicles chapter 4. Reading from verse number 9. There's a problem somewhere because I can't hear him clearly. 
All right. It sounds to me as if one side is gone off. Can you guys hear? Jude, Isaac, can you hear at your side? You sure? Something we're struggling today. I doesn't know why. But Jesus is Lord. Sure. Amen. 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 Where did I ask you to turn to? Chronicles, I can't say. Bresosem. Embreso. Bre. Bresos. Bresosem. 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 All right. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez. Saying, I will say, because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me. And that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. Now, this gentleman called Jabez, very little is known of him. And very little is said about him in the Bible. As a matter of fact, there are only three verses in the Bible which speak about him. And even for one of them, it is not directly in reference to him. It is in reference to a city that was named after him. But the only other times that we hear about him being spoken directly about is in what we just read, the scripture we just read. And the interesting thing about this chapter in the Bible is that it starts off talking about different people and, you know, their fathers who gave birth to who and so on and so forth. But in the process of running through the genealogy, there was a digression. To now talk about this guy called Jabez. And I believe that there was a reason why God caused it to be included in his word. Because the story concerning Jabez's life is a very important and significant story. All we know about him is that he was an Israelite from the tribe of Judah. We know that he was given a name by his mother. 
we can deduce that the circumstances surrounding his birth must have been painful, which explains why his mother called him Jabez, which means grief, sorrow, or pain. The other thing we can say about him is that things must have started very badly for him. I mean, considering the name he bore. And I told you last week that names are spiritual and names are very powerful. And your name has a significant and a great effect on you. And so there was a guy in the Bible called Nabal whose name was Food. And along the line, when you read about some of the things that he did, you could see that there was indeed a lot of foolishness and folly in him. So one day his wife passed a comment about him and said his name is himself and himself is his name. And that is why you mustn't joke about names. How can you give birth to a child and call him Bugaloo? What does Bugaloo mean? Some of you parents, you just hear of a name somewhere and say that this name sounds very powerful. And when I look at the size of my son's head, if I call him Bugaloo, it will really fit him. Excuse me. Think carefully about the name you give to your child. And Jabez was called Jabez. Which means sorrow. And the fact that he prayed the prayer that he prayed. Suggests that there was actually a lot of trouble and sorrow and pain in his life. At a point, he got tired of it. And that is when he prayed this prayer that he prayed. The prayer that he prayed was a simple, a very short, concise, and an unusual kind of prayer. And he prayed that prayer because he did not like how his life was turning out. I want to say something to you this morning. You have a choice. Whether you are going to live your life as a victor. Or you will live your life as a victim. It's your choice. You may not have had much of a control over the things that happened to you. And the things that you went through in your life. But the choice is yours. And the decision is yours. Whether you are just going to allow these things to swarm over you and live your whole life as a victim and always sing more songs about yourself and always lament and complain and moan about your circumstances and your conditions of living or you can take a step like the step that Jabez took and said this thing about me I don't like 
The way my life is going, I don't like. The way things are hard for me, I don't like. The way I'm always fighting in this life, I don't like. I want to see a change. I want to see a transformation. I want to see a turning around. And if you, like Jabez, cry out to the Lord, He will change your circumstances. He will change your life. And He will bring you to a significant turning point. Shout, I believe it. I believe it. And I'm happy to inform you this morning that things turned out very well for Jabez. I said things turned out very well for him. Things turned out very well And I say to you today that you and you and you and you and you and you Things will turn out very well for you. Clap your hands unto the Lord. The first thing that we read about him in verse 9 is that and Jabez was more honorable than all his brethren. And I believe that this statement has to do with his latter end, not his beginning. And the Bible says in Job chapter 8 verse 7 that though thy beginning be small yet thy latter end should greatly increase. I want somebody to receive this prophetic word for yourself. Receive it. That though your beginnings may be small Though your beginnings may be some way. Though your beginnings have a lot of unhappy and pleasant experiences and memories. The good news I have for you today. Is that your latter end will greatly increase. And the Bible says better is the end of a thing than the beginning there. In Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10. Zechariah 3 and Naimu etunu. It says who has despised the day of small things. Or say why neupu enoma shasiye bi enimtia. Things may be small for you today. But during the second half of the year, of the year 2020, which is your year of progress and advancement, the small things will give way to large things. The insignificant things will give way to things of significance. And your life will become far, 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 far better than how you have lived in, in the beginning of the year. Shall I believe? I believe. Hallelujah. Amen. God will make your life honorable. I said, God will make your life honorable. Today, it may not be. But in the days to come, and in the season we are entering into, God will lift you to a high rank. God will bring dignity into your life. God will grant you a life of distinction. You will become distinguished in this life. God will cause you to receive high respect and honor. He will glorify you. He will make your life beautiful. He will prosper you. And he will increase you on every side. Shall I receive 
receive it. Three I receive it. Two. I receive it. Three. I receive it. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Jabez called on the God of Israel. He didn't call on just anybody at all. But he called on the one whom he knew was able to help him. In your time of need, it is important who you turn to. If you turn to the arm of flesh, you will be disappointed. And one of the unfortunate things about us as human beings is that we are often a disappointment. Have you been disappointed before? Have you also disappointed somebody before? I rest my case. It is very painful when somebody tells you that I will do something for you and then he swerves you at the have you been swept before? Unfortunately, when people make promises to us, then we start doing all kinds of fantastic calculations with the promise. And you have already started your planning. I can understand. Because you are walking in faith. And the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. But I'll give you a piece of advice. The way human beings are no. I said the way human beings are no. Including yourself. It is better to take your time small before you start your fantastic projections. Your uncle went to Hamburg and when he was going, he told you that he will come and get you. Because of that, you have stopped school. Do you understand what I'm explaining to you? Now, this uncle who promised you, analyze his dealings with you. When he was here, <laughs> what did he do for you? And now you are living your life based on the promise of such and one. My friend, you are setting yourself up for a major disappointment. Jabez did not turn to any human being. And there are some situations you must recognize from the word go that it is only God who can change things for you. That's why one of my favorite songs in the world is that's what you have to recognize. <laughs> That God has to come into the situation. 
And Jabez recognized this. And the Bible says he called on the God of Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. Learn to come before the Lord and cry out to Him. Tell Him, he recognized so who say that there are blessings say so and there are blessings and the bible says of the blessings of the lord that they make rich and he added no sorrow unto if it is from god he will not give you sorrow that will consume or destroy you and last week I shared with you about a man called King Midas. So go and listen to the message again. But Jabez cried and said, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. Learn to cry out to the Lord and ask him to bless you indeed. Because of all the disappointments that you have experienced. Things came your way. And you thought that you were going to be blessed. But it turned out to be something else. When you were married, you were expecting to be blessed. It may not have turned out the way you expected. When you got that job, you were expecting to be blessed. But it has brought a lot of trouble and distress into your life. When you got that money, you thought that you were going to be very happy. But you have recognized that a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things which he possesses. 
some of the richest people you can ever find in this life are the most miserable because like some of these stars, Hollywood stars, pop stars, many of them. That is why it is important to pray this prayer. Say, oh God, bless, bless me. Indeed. Bless me indeed. Let your blessings bring fulfillment, happiness, joy, and peace into my life. Because you may have a lot of money. But you can't sleep at night. Sometimes I look at the houses we have built. They are like maximum security prison uh, 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 houses. Look at the way we barricade our windows. Even the air is begging for space to come into the house. Look at the sort of padlocks we use to secure our houses. Cameras. Cameras. You look at the door that you have fixed in front of your house. It's like into a bank vault. The thing is, if you don't have a lot, nobody worries about you. When you sleep, you sleep. And when they are calling you, they call you dada. But may God bless you mightily. Amen. And may he bless you indeed. Amen. And may he protect you and your blessings. Amen. Yourself and your loved ones. Amen. And your property and everything that belongs to you. Amen. Son, I receive it. I receive it. The next thing that Jabez asked God for in his prayer was God enlarge my coast. Enlarge my coast. Another version says expand my territory. Now, essentially he may have been talking about land and land borders. But I believe that there is more to it than that. Now, the word enlarge means multiply. Expand. Increase. Become great. Do much. That's what it means to enlarge. I'll run through them again. To enlarge means multiply. It means expand. It means increase. Become great. Do much. That expression, my coast, it actually symbolizes your life. So my coast symbolizes my life. It symbolizes my area. My scope, my environment, what I control, 
what I influence, what I have effect over. And so when Jabez prays and says, God enlarge my coast. In essence, what he's saying to God is this. That I don't want to live an insignificant life. A life of non-achievement. A life without significant accomplishment or progress. I don't want to live a life of smallness. I don't want to live a life without influence. I want to make a difference. This is the essence of the prayer that Jabez prays. And when he says, God, enlarge my coast, he is talking about having a significant life. A life of great achievement and accomplishment. A life of abundance a life of increase a life of well-being a life of affecting other lives a life where I am making a difference let me say to you today don't live on this earth and exit as somebody who did not make a maximum impact. Who didn't make much of a difference. Who didn't influence anybody's life positively. Who doesn't have people who can point to him or her and say that because of you, my life has become better. Don't let your life be a life of I was here some. When you go to secondary schools, go to the classrooms, to the dormitories, to the bathrooms, to the toilets, I bet you that you will see written on the walls that Jagapi was here somewhere. And then you mentioned the years, 96 to 99. Three years. Jagapi was here some. 96 to 99. That's all. He was here some. May that not be the story of your life. Amen. That as God has saved you, as he has bought you at a very costly price, as you've been washed by the blood of Jesus, as you have been filled with the Holy Ghost, as the same power that raised Christ from the dead is at work in the inside of you. That you walked this earth and you did not influence anything. You didn't leave any mark. You didn't impart anybody's life. When you are not there, nobody will miss you. No, no, no. no, no, no. That must not be the story of your life. And I pray for you 
that God will grant you a life of significance. A meaningful life. A life of significance. A life of accomplishment. A life of influencing and having a positive effect on many other lives. May that be the story of your life. I've been through times in my life when I've asked myself that am I changing anything? Am I having any effect, good effect on anybody? What I've given my life for, is it worth it? Have I made a difference in anybody's life? There are times when I have sunk very low into a pit of depression. Wondering whether it's working. That am I not deceiving myself? I don't talk much when I'm going through those experiences. The only thing you will notice for those who live with me, my wife and my children, is that I become extra quiet. Because I'm that kind of person. When I'm going through something, I don't talk much about it. I guess it's a temperament thing. But I recoil into a shell. Then I start thinking. But you know, whenever it is my birthday, whenever it is important occasions like Father's Day. I get hundreds of messages. And some of the messages, they make me teary. There are even stories that I have forgotten about. Of things that I have done for people. And there are even things that people tell me about. I cannot even remember that I did anything like this. But when I read these messages, then I begin to see that it is worth it. What I do as a pastor. It is worth it. That I'm having a good effect. That I have imparted life. That I am making a difference. And I always give glory to God. When I discover these things. And I want to say to you, my friend. There is more in you than you think. 
And God's plan and destiny concerning you is that you should have a positive influence on the lives of many. One of the areas where we must see you having great influence is in relation to God, the things of God, the house of God, the kingdom of God. That God can work through you to influence the lives of many others. Because it's one of the reasons why he saved you. So that you can have influence on others. I think that judgment day is going to be a very sad day. You see, when a Christian stands before God on judgment day, the issue at stake will not be whether he or she should be allowed into heaven or not. Once you die in the faith, heaven is assured. But the judgment of a Christian now is about rewards. And the basis of the judgment will be what you did with your life after he saved you. And that is when crowns are going to be given out. You know, the Bible says that there will be no more weeping. But I think that before that time comes, there will be a lot of weeping. Because I think that many of us will cry, ma, ma, ma. You know why? Because the Lord will look at us. That you, after everything I did for you, you lived a selfish life. A self-centered life. Interested only in yourself. Your husband. Your wife. Your children. Your dog. Your cat. That's all you're interested in. That's all you lived for. Your focus in life was what will make you comfortable on this earth. And all you did was you laid up treasures for yourselves here on earth. But you did not lay up treasures in heaven. And on that day, the master will look at us, some of us, and say, I'm so disappointed. So disappointed. After everything that I went through for you, is that all? Is that all you lived your life? Is that all you achieved? I brought people your way that I was expecting you to influence. You did not. 
I gave you opportunity to impart other people's lives. You did not take them. I sent people your way to help you. You ignored them. You had time for other things, but you neglected me and neglected my work and neglected my assignment for your life. I'm telling you something. And God wants you to influence so many lives whilst you are here. Maybe you're asking yourself that, what can I do? Who am I? Or whom am I? Whom am I? How can I have an effect? I don't see anything great in me. But you can have an impact. There's something I shared. You know, when we were praying this week. That one person. Bless come. Do you know that just one person just one person can lead thousands of people to Christ and not just bring them to Christ as nominal Christians but through one person you can have thousands of disciples now this is how it will happen so this is blessed if bless decides to make an impact in this life and decides that every year by the grace of God he is going to disciple two people for Christ he will win them to Christ and then follow them up until they become established and they also become disciples. And as he's discipling them, this is something that I heard somebody sharing the other time. It's never left me. Now, then he works on these two people so that they become disciples and they also will disciple others. So, in a year made up of 365 days, Bless can believe God to disciple two people. If you work it out, so those he disciple will also become disciples. And part of his objective is I'm discipling them to become disciples. In the first year, bless would have impacted two lives. The second year, all of them would have impacted at least four. Then the third year, eight. Then the fourth year, sixty. Then the fifth year, 32. The sixth year, 64. The next, 128. The next, 
The next, 512. By 10 years, this gentleman, through his decision to influence lives and to do his best for God, in 10 years, and how many know that 10 years they, they just come no in 10 years through him 1024 people would have become established for the Lord it means if bless alone decides to do his best for the Lord and avail himself for God to use that God enlarge my course within 10 years he would have drawn 1,024 people. Not ordinary nominal Christians. 1,024 disciples. Hot people on fire for Just because of one person. And so if we have two people like blessed. In, in 10 years. We will have times two. Where there's 2048. If we have three times three, times four, and nine. What am I explaining to you? There is so much inside of you. Which is the mystery of a seed. When you look at a little seed, as you hold it in the palm of your hand. In that seed is a forest. And this type of forest, you won't bequeath it to your children and your children's children forever. But there is a forest in that seed. But when you look at the seed, it doesn't look like anything significant. Have you not been surprised sometimes at where you see mangoes growing? Or tomatoes or pepper or Ask yourself who planted these things. Here? Sometimes it's not about anybody planting it. It's just a seed that landed somewhere and has given rise to so many different I'm saying something important to you. Jabez sit down. Put your hands together for bless. Jabez prayed and said, Enlarge my coast. And I'm telling you that it means make my life significant. Give me a distinguished life. Let my life be a life that influences many. A positive life. That was the prayer he prayed. And the Bible says God answered his request. So we read that he became more honorable than all his brethren. And I believe that is why the Bible records the story of Jabez. I'm saying to you today that there's so much in you. There's so much you can do. There's so much you can accomplish. There are so many things God wants to do with you. But if you avail yourself, 
and you decide to live for God. And you begin to trust what God can do with you. Your coast will be enlarged. And your life will be a fantastic and an amazing life. Can I hear a loud amen from amen. you? Hallelujah. Amen. The next thing he prayed was that that thine hand might be with me. That thine hand might be with me. What does it mean when the hand of the Lord is with you? It means that God is with you. It means that his presence is with you. It means that his power is with you. It means that God is with you in all that you do. So when he prayed and said that thine hand might be with me. He was praying and saying, God, please be with me. Let your presence be with me. Let your power be with me. Be with me so much so that in everything that I do, your hand will be in it. That was the prayer that he prayed. Genesis 39 verse 3. This is a story about Joseph. The Bible says, and his master. This is referring to Potiphar. Saw that the Lord was with him. He saw that the Lord was with Joseph. And showed him mercy. And gave him favor in the sight of no, I beg sorry about that. The Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper. Everything that he did prosper because the Lord was with him. This is Joseph. He ended up in prison. Genesis 39, 21. But the Lord was with Joseph. And showed him mercy. And gave him favor. In the sight of the keeper of the prison. The Lord was with Joseph. Genesis 39, 23. The warden had no more worries. He didn't have any worries. Because Joseph took care of everything. The Lord was with him. And caused everything he did to succeed. Ladies and gentlemen. When the Lord is with you, when the hand of the Lord is upon you, when the presence of God is with you, when the power of God is with you, things work out well for you. For the rest of the year 2022, may the hand of the Lord be with you. Amen. May the Lord be with you. Amen. May the presence of the Lord be with you. Amen. May the power of the Lord be with you. Amen. May the Lord be with you in everything that you do. Amen. Whatever business you decide to do for the rest of the year, during the second half of the year, may God be with you. 
Amen. And may God bless everything you do. Amen. May everything you touch go well. Amen. May every venture you move into succeed. Amen. May you prosper in everything that you do. Amen. May you succeed in everything that Amen. you do. Amen. May you receive favor in everything Amen. that you do. Amen. May the hand of the Lord be with you. Amen. And may the rest of 2022 turn out to be the best season of your life. Amen. Shout aloud. Amen. Amen. Shout aloud. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The last one, he prayed. That thou wouldest keep me from evil. That it may not grieve me. What he was saying. That oh God. Keep me from all trouble and pain. And Jabez prayed that prayer. Because he realized his life was full of trouble. Full of pain. Full of distressing situations. Full of all kinds of complications. And that is why he prayed. That oh God. Keep me from trouble. And keep me from pain. I pray concerning you. That God will keep you from trouble. Amen. That he will keep evil and harm away from you. Amen. If your life has been full of troubles, all kinds of struggles, all kinds of difficulties, all kinds of pain, nothing working much for you, I declare under the unction of the Holy Spirit that during the second half of the year, Trouble and pain will disappear. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May you experience divine escape. Amen. May you experience divine exemption. Amen. When there is devastation in the land, Jesus. when there are troubles in the land, Jesus. may God keep you from that devastation. Amen. May God keep you from any pandemic. Amen. Any sickness. Amen. Any disease. Amen. Any calamity. Amen. Any catastrophe. Amen. May God shield you from Amen. it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. And I like how the story ended. It says, and God granted him that which he requested. God granted him that which he requested. God granted him that which he requested. That is how his life ended. And I remember reading as a child. You read all kinds of stories. But one of the statements that you will often see at the end of the story is this statement that they lived happily ever after. That they lived happily ever after. By the time 2022 comes to an end, may God cause you to live happily ever after. Amen. Every request that you've lifted up unto God, may God grant each and every one of them unto you. Amen. And may you live happy.
happily ever after. Amen. Sorrow is disappearing. Amen. Pain is disappearing. Amen. Disappointment is disappearing. Amen. Frustration is disappointing. Amen. Is disappearing in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you live happily ever after. Amen. Shall I receive it? I receive it. 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 In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Feet and lift up your hands. Now begin to cry out to the Lord. Let me do well. Let my life be dignified. Bring honor into my life. In the name of Jesus. Let the troubles end. Let the confusion end. Let the struggle end. Let the sorrow end. Lift up Somebody lift up your voice. Pray and say, Oh God, that thou would have blessed me indeed. And enlarge my coast, that thy hand may be upon me. Ah, that thou will keep me from evil. That it will not keep me. Somebody lift up your voice. Cry unto the God of Israel. Shalabakapa, Dilevashapara, Tapara Bashe, Telebekopara Bashande, Kalabaya Bagabakapa, 
come to me now. sent a message to me about a certain desire that you have which is a desire to bring people to the Lord and to establish them in the faith and it was something that was burning in your heart so much so that you even thought that your music ministry would be an impediment but that desire that you had it was God who placed it in and because you had such a desire, I'm anointing you specially to fulfill that thing. May God use you in a way that you have never ever imagined before. May he turn you into a mother of thousands. Through you may many be established in the Lord and in the faith. May God grant you motherly instincts beyond your age and beyond your experience. May you help to direct the course of many others. In the name of Jesus. Receive that special grace and anointing. Receive it, my daughter. Now. Now. It's upon you. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. It's happening. Now. Now. In the name of Jesus. coming your way. Before you realize the whole thing becomes false. And it just scrambles and it turns into something else. And it is a pattern that you have seen so many times in your life. Like God changed the destiny of Jabez. He's changing your destiny. And if you are here and this thing is something you can relate to, come to me right now. I have just a few minutes to close. But that is the pattern that you are seeing in the name of Jesus. May God take that thing out of your life in the name of Jesus. Enter into a new season. Enter into a new season. Enter into a new season of your life. In the name of Jesus. As I touch you, something is changing. In the name of Jesus. That pattern is disappearing. That pattern is going away. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hand unto the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Shake, 
never imagined. The quantum of wealth that will pass through these hands. You have never seen yourself handling anything like that. Receive it. Take your bread and lift it up. And gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Everybody say, The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Go ahead and eat it. And those of you online, I trust that you have organized 
your communion elements and every prayer that we have prayed here I declare that it will affect your life as well as you received in faith and as you stand in tune with what God is doing here today may you receive your portion as well in Jesus name supper say lift up your cup this cup is the new covenant between God and his people an agreement confirmed with my blood do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it say with me the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus go ahead and drink this bread and drink this cup. You are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So anyone who eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. That is why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup. For if you eat the bread or drink the cup without honoring the body of Christ, that means you don't recognize that the body of Jesus was broken for you and that his blood was spilled for you. The Bible says you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. That is why many of you are weak and sick and some have even died. If by eating and drinking unworthily, weakness, sickness, and death can even come upon somebody. Anytime you eat and drink worthily, strength, healing, and life is what will come your way. I announce to you today that by virtue of this communion you've received, receive strength, receive healing, receive health, receive life in Jesus' mighty name. Every head bowed and every eye closed. You may be here today or you may be watching a live streaming or a recorded version of today's service. 
But I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. If you don't know Jesus, Yeshua, we have a serious problem. And you you are in great danger. Because he who hath the son hath life. And he that hath not the son hath not life. When you don't have Jesus in your heart. When you have not received him as Lord and Savior. You are easy prey and victim for the devil. For he comes to kill. And to steal. And to destroy. But Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundant. Today I want to pray with you to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. If you want me to pray with you for Jesus to become Lord of your life as every head is bowed and every eye closed I want you to lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray for you. God bless you. I see your hands. Lift it up very clearly. Jesus is looking out for you today. So don't hold back. And if you are watching me and you need Jesus, lift up your hands. Those of you online. Now pray this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, today, I give you my heart. I give you my life. Please forgive me for staying away. Please forgive me for all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. Make my life brand new. From today, I am yours. You are mine. I receive Jesus as my Lord, my Savior. For the rest of my life, I will serve him. I will follow him. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, let everybody say amen. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.